Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of Show and Tell. I'm Levi, joined by Meg, Megatron. How's it going, Meg? Pretty good. How are you? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. Uh, otherwise, just talking about football so I don't have to talk about the other sports. <laughs> I have I'd- to say, thinking about uh, college football in February is pretty fun. Yes, and this this off season we're definitely going to be ramping up our off season football content. We're going to be doing more. Um, obviously, now we've got a whole other podcast to do other stuff too. But then we're going to be doing more YouTube, more stuff on our YouTube channel. We're going to be doing all sorts of good stuff and we're talking about football pretty much every week. You know, a couple times a week, probably at least, if not more, uh, throughout the entire off season. There's a lot to talk about going into and. Yeah. Just in case you want to like make a paper chain or start marking off your calendars, September fourth is two hundred two days away. Two hundred two. So by the time you hear, well, is it two hundred two days from today? From today, yes. So two hundred one. So time you hear this, two hundred one days. Yes. Yeah, two hundred one days. Yep. Six months and three weeks. Very good. We should make we'll make a new graphic for every single day. I think we need a paper chain, a really long paper chain. A paper chain? Make for, yeah, for like, the oh, okay, to like yeah. Christmas yeah. when you were little. We should, we should definitely. Pull one off a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to do that one. Where do you put two, <laughs> where do you put a 200 link long paper chain though? Like, do you go around, I mean, do you go around your house or like? <laughs> you, you could. I don't know. I think that's. It's a big ass paper chain. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it goes. Like tracks from your front so door have, up to the. You have 202 days to get your affairs in order. 200 in two days. 201. Yep. 201. Until my second most terrifying game on this entire schedule. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to, that's, but I kind of spoiled it. That's what we're going to talk about today is we're going to dig into the football schedule for this fall. Um, Initial, what were your initial thoughts when you came out this? Because I was... Pretty excited, honestly. Uh, pretty pumped, really. Yeah. 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 I feel like it's pretty beneficial for Iowa State um, across the board, especially that beginning stretch. Mm-hmm. Things look mighty good if they can take care of business. Yes. I think it looks to me. Well, so because the problem, obviously, with Matt Campbell seems to have been has been slow starts. Right. Exactly. You have to kind of hang on for your dear life for the first couple of games. But then after that, you can kind of, you slowly ramp up into big 12 play Baylor. I mean, Baylor should probably be fine. I don't know. I, they, Cause they lost Charlie Brewer and they lost a bunch of other guys too. So I don't, I don't really know how good Baylor is going to be. I mean, they were, they were okay last year, but they weren't any, they weren't world beaters and they lost a bunch of guys. And so, but then you got Kansas. And we kicked their ass. We kicked their ass. Time. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we've got Kansas. Which, and then just fart noise. That's, that's all I got for Kansas. Um, <laughs> and then Kansas State, who's who knows how good they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be anything special, but I don't think so either. That game is in Manhattan, which you know that can affect. Yeah, too, don't but. love it in Manhattan, but is what it yeah. is. Uh, then Oklahoma State at home for I would assume is probably going to be homecoming. Um. That's that could be a big one. I don't, I I'm of the belief that Oklahoma State will be down next year, but we'll see. Uh, then at West Virginia, home versus Texas, at Texas Tech, 
then then the uh, a monumental two game stretch there at the end at OU home versus TCU. So let's start at the beginning. You and I. You're nervous about this. I hate playing you and I. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it so much. Because you and I, you if you and I joined the Big Twelve this season, they would not finish last. (laughs) Here's the thing: you and I is going to be good next year. When are they not good? (laughs) You and I is always good, and they always terrify the shit out of me. Yeah. Worth noting is that this time around, Will McIlvain will not catch anybody by surprise and just be Johnny Manziel is for his, in his first career game. Like, I mean, he's going to, he's going to have to deal with a very seasoned defense. There's tape on him. He's not going to, he's Will McIlvain is not going to catch them off guard this time around. True. And give them that many problems. That said, it's you and I, and if you don't take them seriously, they will beat you. <laughs> That's just what it is, and it, I hate right. it so much. Yes. It, yeah. It, it, well, and, you know, after the start this season, too, you know, taking a loss right away, which there were some other issues at hand, but, yeah, I think that's probably a game that has a lot of Cyclone fans feeling a little bit nervous. Yeah. yeah. So it's the slow starts. It is. I mean, we know that by the time October and November rolls around, they're going to be a really good team. But right. If you if you are going into that UNI game thinking it's a lock, you're a fool. That's not. Oh, it's definitely not a lock. (laughs) Yeah, it's no. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're an FCS team. That is not the worst team on our on our schedule. No, that's probably they're definitely better than Kansas. They're definitely better than UNLV. They might be better than Texas Tech. Depending on what Kansas State looks like, they might be better than Kansas State. You and I, it's not a bad team at all. And no, I hate playing not. them. I hate playing them so much because they have a, they have a style of play that just keeps them in close games versus really good teams. And I hate playing you and I, I hate it so much. Yeah. I, I yeah, I kind of feel like the whole beginning stretch can be, can be tricky just because this Matt Campbell era has had slow starts and it's not it's not anything obviously to write the team off clearly after this year if we've learned anything um stock is rising and we are returning a significant amount of players which i think bodes well for that beginning of the season that you know we're not really getting used to too much change in personnel but right. yeah it's a scary one and the nice thing is that this time around so you and I, you know, 2016, they beat Matt. They beat him first. Your first mm-hmm. Matt Campbell's first game. I was in Iceland and I watched that game at four in the morning and it sucked. <laughs> um, Cause I had to fly out the next morning at like seven o'clock or something like that. So I'm like sitting there in the, in the Reykjavik airport watching Iowa State lose to you and I, I was like, it was a bubble burster <laughs> for a, sure. Bummer. Um, but then the next year they kicked the shit out of him. 42, 24. Then, you know, a couple years later, 2019, you know, two years no ago, it's yeah. overtime this time. Pretty much everybody, there's a lot of people on this team now that was in that game two years ago, and there is zero chance that anybody is taking them anything less than extraordinarily seriously. They, right now, they they almost found what happens when you when you fuck around with you and I. You don't you don't do that. And yeah, yes, uh, I would be willing to bet that they're pretty. I would be willing to bet they're much sharper this time around. Do I think they're going to beat them by whatever eighteen points? I don't know. Maybe they can, but <clears throat> yeah, they definitely have that ability, but sure. yeah, depending on how we yeah come into it, I think we'll just have to see. Yeah. Um, 
And then we've got Iowa at home. <laughs> so this is a this is a this will be an interesting one because aside from Kirk Ferentz, the two biggest contributors to that program over Kirk Ferentz's tenure were Chris Doyle and the offensive line coach that just left for Wyoming. That's not to say they can't replace them or that they won't be fine. Those are two huge, huge, huge pieces that you have to replace. Right. Right. They have turnover that we're not dealing with. Yeah. They lost a bunch of pieces on the offensive line and the defensive line. Um, Mm -hmm. Spencer Petras was fine last season. He wasn't anything great. Um, personally, I think I was being a bit overrated by them being in the, what I think they're like, like 18 or 19 right now or something like that. in the final mm-hmm. poll, I think they're being overrated a bit and that, and, and truly, I don't think that's my bias coming out. I think they're being over overrated just a bit because part of the fact is that they play in such a shitty division. Um, True. but it's still, it's still the Seahawks game. So it's going to be weird and it's going to be. It's going to be a dumb football game, but it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be real fun. Um, I, I've always wished, like I think many of us have that we played Iowa a little bit later in the season. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, Matt Campbell has never beat Iowa. I think it's high time. Um, he's never beat Iowa. And I think that's, that's dumb. Like he absolutely has the ability and the, the pieces in place sure. to accomplish a win. So the, the Iowa game, I kind, of, I kind of hate that week. I kind of hate the, I kind yeah. of hate the rivalry. People get really mean. Like I'm fine with a little bit of smack talk. Obviously if anybody yeah. follows me on Twitter, you know, I don't hesitate, but you know, people, people live too get, close to each other in this rivalry. <laughs> people get a little, people get a little nutty and yeah, yeah it's just tough. So the, I don't know. The thing about this game, though, is that this game, it actually has meaning, more meaning this year than it does in previous years. Not because it's Iowa or because, uh, or because you know, it's Matt Campbell hasn't beaten Iowa or any of that. Like, none of that. Why Iowa matters this year is it could potentially be a gatekeeper to the college football playoff. Absolutely. If Iowa State is... 11 and one in the regular season with the only loss being at Oklahoma. And then they go and they win the conference title game. They're in. They're going to be in unless, unless I don't have something, unless some, something crazy happened, they'll be in the playoff. If they're, if they're, if they're a one loss conference champion, they'll be in the playoff. They will. But if they lose to Iowa and Oklahoma two loss, Iowa state ain't going to get in. Doesn't matter what happens. Right. Obviously we're looking farther down that's and we're going to keep going through the schedule but <laughs> this is the this is the first yeah, gate not, not to get too far ahead of ourselves but yeah it, this it, this it, is the it this is the first weight than it ever has this yeah. is the first gatekeeper game that it, you have like it doesn't really matter if you don't win it because it's still a rival game I was ranked it won't like nobody will count it as a bad loss or whatever right. and it's just it, it's just a loss to Iowa. It is what it is, yeah, but it will keep you out of it, but it will probably keep you out of the play. I mean, unless you, if you run the table in conference play, then that's, you know, then that's problem solved. It doesn't right. matter anymore, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll talk about it a little while. I'm, I'm probably marking up at Oklahoma as a loss. Oklahoma's going to be really good this year. Um, right. But I was your first gatekeeper game, but from the playoff. So not only does winning, we beat Iowa. It's great. Um, Matt Campbell beats <laughs> Iowa. 
now we have that one out of the way. Now we have right. conference. So we shake that off. Yep. Right. We take yep. now you're now you're now you're to the point now. Once you're two and zero, that unlocks five, six, seven, eight and zero, nine and zero. I mean, you're um, yeah. you're unlocking yeah. a, a you're Absolutely. unlocking a really big win streak there. Right. Right. Well, and we beat Iowa, and then we all go to Las Vegas the next week. Oh my god! <laughs> if we're two and zero going into Las Vegas, we may not all be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my no. god because i know there's a lot of people going out to vegas i've already got tickets and airbnbs all set up i know there's a yep. lot of people that already have that stuff going those tickets are going to go fast yes they are so let's move on to, let's move on to that game unlv is not a particularly <laughs> interesting team to talk about because they they blow ass they're they're not good they're bad there's nothing there's nothing to be taken seriously about this team they're, they are probably the worst team on the schedule but we are abs- well, I, Iowa State Cyclones are taking over Las Vegas. So UNLV averages. I think freshly vaccinated. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's just fun. The timing of it. <laughs> we haven't done anything in so long. I'm Everybody dying at the freshly vaccinated house. comment. Like it's our superpower. It's like it's like Popeye eating a can of spinach. I was going to ask you if I sound different because I actually have my first dose. Do I sound different? Do I sound stronger? Because I have I have my first vaccination. Yeah. <laughs> Do I sound less uh, COVID-y? Did, I, I did, did you sound COVID-y before? I don't know. <laughs> less susceptible? You sound 1% sound- closer to being a DC superhero. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yes. God, that's all I wanted. <laughs> and the best part too is if it causes a mutation, you turn into a superhero. There is no downside right? to this thing. Right. Bring it on. Scientific Bring mistakes on. are well known to produce great movies. I'll <laughs> just be an X Men. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. I'll all right. fly to Las Vegas myself. Let me see if I can. I want to, I'm trying to find the the S the final S and P rank. <laughs> they were 123rd out of 127 in the in this last season's S and P ranking. Golly. That's not good. Not good at all. Oh, wait, let's no. see here. Wait, this was, oh, I guess this was after week six of this past fall. Okay. Pretty sure they probably didn't rise a lot from then. Let's see what, let's see what ESPN's power, uh, power index. Look at that. There's Iowa state. Look at all the, all the blue bloods accounted for in one ranking, Alabama, Ohio state, Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, Texas, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, Wisconsin, Iowa state, Florida, all the blue bloods. All, all the blue bloods. All, blo- all, all the blue bloods. All um, of them. That's a fine list. That's a good list. Um, which is funny because Alabama was so good that their power ranking is literally twice what ours is. <laughs> <laughs> it's bananas. Out. The gap between first and tenth is very large. It's quite big. It's huge. Whatever. All right, but let's see where UNLV falls on the final ESPN power. Oh, they're fifth from their oh, wait. Another one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh front. They did move up. Seventh last. Okay. Point here is UNLV sucks big old donkey balls. They're bad. And mm-hmm. Iowa State will be favored by probably a minimum three or four touchdowns in that game. A lot. Right. They will be expected to kick the ever-loving shit out of the running Rebels. And I will tell you, I have been to Las Vegas a handful of times as an adult. And, well, not, I never went as a child, but as, you know, as That's a. Probably, probably for the uh, best. And always going to watch. I feel like there was always a football game or a basketball game happening in the time that we were there. 
and going into a sports book. So if you can't get tickets to the game because they go so fast, still make the trip, go to a sports book, wear your Iowa State gear. And it is so fun. People just jump on the bandwagon because they're just there to win money. And it's a blast. Like you'll have a great time. Well, the nice thing is that, I mean, it's the new Raiders stadium, which is dope, man. It's going to be super cool to watch a game in. Yeah. UNLV only averages like 15,000 people, um, 15,000 attendance per game. Their capacity is 65,000. Jack Trice Stadium holds just as many people as the stadium, (laughs) which is fine, but it holds 65,000 people. You can, we can, we'll be able to fit everybody. I, I would be very shocked yeah. if they totally ran out of tickets. They, I guess maybe they will, but I, I would be very, very, very surprised if mm-hmm. they ran completely out of tickets would be cool, but cause it would be a, just, a, it would be, it would be like if Jack tries had a dome just to keep <laughs> all the sound in, which feels obnoxious. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, Maybe this isn't. Maybe this is a bad idea. I don't Can know. we get some vents in the dome? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to crack a window in this thing. Right, right. That siren can be real loud, especially because it is. Let's see. That game is September eighteenth. September eighteenth. It'll be hot. That's what I'm just. I was just getting ready to look up. Yep. It will be steamy. Mm-hmm. Let's see. September eighteenth. The average temperature in Las Vegas is ninety four degrees. Yep. It'll desert heat, sweat. dry desert heat, but 94 degrees. It's still very sweaty. Still Don't want that trick you. You'll very, be very sweaty. Hot. Uh-huh. Um, we're, we're kind of thinking like rent a limo <laughs> to, we're going to tailgate in the limo on the way to the game. And then, so I've just gotten so, a very irresponsible idea in my head. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just got a limo for all the wide right people? And we just drove up and down the strip. I don't, I don't see what's irresponsible about uh, that. Well, I think mean, that sounds like uh, a really good plan. I've been in the same room with like maybe like 10 of us at the same time. And that's not what I would consider responsible. <laughs> um, Someone else is driving. Putting like that's a dozen of us, putting that's a, a dozen choice. of us in Vegas in a small compartment in the limo <laughs> sounds so much worse. <laughs> that does not sound like a good do, idea at I all. I do want to know. I want to know who's coming. I want to know when you're arriving. Are you taking Are you taking Friday off work so you can travel on Friday? I mean, like, yeah. What do we need to do? How do we need to plan ahead for this? I like a plan. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are we doing? When are we coming home? Are you taking Monday off too? Or are you going to be hungover for a couple days? What's the plan? I work from home. So whether, if I'm hungover is really inconsequential. It's just how, it's how difficult work is the next morning. <laughs> Um, I believe I need, to, I need to bring my a game to teach first grade. I know for sure. So. I bet you do. <laughs> I've been full confession. Will not mention the school I was working at, but when I was working for America reads America counts while Visha still existed. Oh no. I, I did have to go tutor some kindergartners the Thursday of or the, like a Friday morning of Visha. <laughs> Let me tell you. It was, so it's funny cause I was, I wasn't still drunk. But I was very hungover, and the teacher, who was probably in her late twenties, but I think she went to Iowa State. We kind of exchanged a look. It's like she's like, "Oh yeah, it's Visha." It's like it's Visha this week, and I was like, "Yep." <laughs> and she's like, "I got you." And she like gave me. She like put me with the quiet kids, and I was like, "This is thank you." All right, well-behaved ones. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking probably like a Friday Monday sub. I think that yeah, hmm, I probably yeah. need to. I think. Yeah, stretch that out a little. I'm bit. pretty sure we've got. 
I have to check for sure, but I think our reserve, our Airbnb is Friday, Friday and Saturday night for sure. I, I don't know about Sunday, but I'm pretty sure we're flying out on Thursday. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. That's start planning guys. Start making a plan. Figure out who, who's going to watch your kids. When are you leaving? And we will, we're going to be organizing something somewhere, just like we did in San Antonio, where we'll, we'll do a live podcast somewhere. We'll have, we'll have kind of a, a wide right party someplace. Whether it's Friday night at a at at the MGM Grand, no, I'm pretty sure they won't. <laughs> pretty sure they won't Blow have us there. Feels right like, by the fountain. Feels a bit bougie for us. Um, uh, our, we're Fremont people, yeah. so I don't know where my Fremont people are, but we will be staying on Fremont for sure because it is the best, and it is a. Wide we're gonna have party. wide right. We're show and tell live from the Quickie Chapel over there on the strip. The other strip. From the D. We'll be at the D. There you go. I don't know. I've never been to Las Vegas, so I don't know what any of these references You've are. You've never been? No, oh, I've never been to Las Vegas. I'm in, I'm very excited to get such an experience. Yes, to yeah. not remember any of it. <laughs> um It's exciting. It's exciting to think about all the cardinal and gold and it's gonna and be just, great. You know. Yeah. So even if you can't get tickets, you know, find a spot. There's sports books everywhere. Find a spot and people will cheer with you and be excited with you. Win some money. Yeah. And it'll be great. It'll be so fun. And it'll be sort of our our coming out party again after 2020, the shit show. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Do it. It's going to be it's going to be a good time. This is like this one. You know, assuming everything goes well, I think it seems to me like everyone's kind of playing like the first two football games are going to be great. It seems like this is the one that people are planning on. The, this is going to be the we're back to having fun party. Yep. That, that's yep. that's what this feels like. Yep. I think take care of you and I take care of Iowa. Yeah. Take care of business. Then, get there two and zero, and then we can go have fun and we leave three and zero. and you know, all the, the in Vegas stays in Vegas. Whatever, whatever UNLV fans are there are going to be like, what in the unholy shit is happening? Like, why are all these people favorite. here for this That's game? That's my favorite is to is to start to look at social media and see people say, who are these people and what? That was my favorite thing in, when we were playing in the Alamo. We were playing at the Alamo Bowl and like all the, like the random Wazoo okay, fans yeah. were tweeting. We're like tweeting. I was like, I don't know where these people came from. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> that was... And, and for the and for the Liberty Bowl too, where it's like a whole bunch yes. of people just panicking. I was just gonna say, that was a bunch of uh, the Liberty Bowl had a bunch of that. Like, yeah, I don't know where these people are coming from. They had drank all the beer. <laughs> all they did was they showed up, they drank all of our beer, and then they left. I don't know what they, happened. They complimented us because they're very nice. We're like they the we're like the polite beer. version of the grasshoppers from ants. We just show up and we're like, give me all of your beer, and then we just fly away. That's all it is. But we say please. We do say please. Yeah, we we do say please. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. And God, have we earned a fun experience. 100 percent. So let's do it. Yes. I can't wait. Uh, Next up is at Baylor. Like I said, I don't know what Baylor is going to look like. I don't. It's hard to tell. I don't think we really got a good idea of what they're going to look like last year. They were just kind of doing stuff. I don't know. Matt Campbell is three and two against Baylor. Um, yeah, we just, it's, yeah, it's as long as they get their tents this time around, I'm fine. Well, like that's what I keep seeing is like, it will this be is a revenge, two years revenge to the day game. from tent gate yep. from that nonsense. They probably already got their permits filed. <laughs> they probably are. They probably already sent them in to get our tents. Doesn't that seem like something Matt Campbell would be right on top of? Probably. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I get. I, yeah, it, I think I think a revenge game is probably not a bad idea. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about who's leaving and who's coming back for Baylor, but yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm assuming they're going to be kind of a middle of the pack back or like middle or just slightly below the middle of the pack kind of team. It's a team. I think I would assume that Iowa State will be favored in that game. Um, I think so, but mm-hmm. we'll see every, everything I'm seeing, you know, just some preseason way too early kind of things is saying that Iowa State gets to their bye week five and oh, and you know, fairly easily. So Kansas, Kansas at home is after that fart noise. Yeah. Not, Can, not an issue. Who cares? Yes. Um, yep. Kansas state at Kansas state. I think Kansas state will probably still not be a, a great team next year. And I don't think so either. Um, mm-hmm. But it's at Manhattan. So I, that's, that's a toss up. I think, I think you have said like games in Manhattan kind of give you, I don't like playing in Manhattan. I don't like playing feelings. at Kansas state. There's a couple of teams I don't mind playing at West Virginia for whatever reason. It seems like we actually play pretty well at West Virginia, um, Texas. I don't mind playing at Texas Tech. I don't care about playing at Oklahoma. It's kind of whatever. Uh, TCU and Kansas State are the main two that I really just don't like playing at. Um, not because t- like TCU doesn't have like a really intimidating environment or anything like that. I just I don't know. Like I said, the game two years ago that they played there, where they just or was it? Or actually, it was more than that. It was the game they played there in twenty eight in twenty. 18. Yes. Mm, yes. 2018. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. 2017. We beat them at home, but yeah, 2018 would have been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 2018. Um, that game has just left a sour taste in my mouth. I don't like playing at TCU, sure. but we have them this year here this year. So it doesn't even matter. Yep. Um, so yeah. So then you're getting into your bye week. I, I think it's a, I think it should be damn near an expectation to get to five and zero to get to to get to the bye week five and zero. I I was there, so you say like, well, maybe if they're four and one, that's fine. But you, to me, you should be shooting for five and zero. I mean, yep, it's totally within reason. I think you'll you'll be favored in all of them. There's no reason to not get to five and zero by that bye week. Agreed. Um, It 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 would be yeah, it would be a great momentum. Uh, to kind of go into, you know, take that bye week and then and then go to Kansas State and win another one and then you're bowl eligible right away. You know, right. like uh, yeah, yeah. You feel I can't, I can't believe you just brought up bowl eligible. <laughs> <laughs> can't even believe you just said those two words. Or is it one word? I think it's one word actually. Because it's got it's a it's got a, it's got a hyphen. Bowl eligible has a hyphen. I think it's two words. It has a hyphen. Look words. at Google it. I don't, bo- I don't believe you. <laughs> well, you're wrong. So I don't care if you believe me. I don't need you to believe in my facts because they're true. <laughs> Somebody Google it for me. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So at Kansas state, that gets you to six and zero. Oklahoma state at home. Oklahoma state always gives us problems. Oklahoma state is that. I think you said that about this season. It's a game that you had circled. Like that's a tricky fucking game they're I weird don't, i don't know for whatever reason they aggravating they've got our number kind of i don't like it it's a home game and so that gives you a little bit of hope but we, they won't have chuba they won't matt have Tylen. matt campbell is one in four against oklahoma state in his years and yeah. that is not indicative of oklahoma state being a great team that's not what that means they just have for whatever reason there's their that team gives us fit their schematic game plan for us is really good yeah yeah. And it, I mean, we should have, yeah, we should have beat them last. We should have beat them last year. 
absolutely should have. And we should have beat them in 2017. Um, I don't know. It's a tough game. I think Oklahoma State will be. I think Oklahoma State will be down. I think they're probably fourth or fifth best team in the conference this season. Um, I think it's a game they'll be favored. If I would say to six and zero, they're definitely favored in that Oklahoma State game for sure. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So let's say they win that. Yeah. At West Virginia, and, and it's a it's a home game, which does make you. I mean, it yeah makes me feel a lot more a lot better. A about little it. more of a boost, I think. But it makes me feel a lot better. Played at home, they beat us. Yeah, and I felt like that wasn't going to happen, and they did. So yeah, it's, it's a um, mark. Well, they also threw it sixty three times that game. So true. Yeah. Um, at West Virginia, West Virginia for whatever reason is a place that Iowa State has generally actually played pretty well for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, they've never they've never gotten blown out at at West Virginia. Um. They're a better team than West Virginia. I think that West Virginia will be fine again. Their defense is going to take a step back. Um, they lost They lost a lot of really key players. They're going to take a step back. Um, I don't really know what they're going to look like offensively, but they'll probably be a middle-of-the-road a middle of the road team again, I would guess. That's a game that I would say probably should win. I think. I think the, I mean, I, I think they should win that. I mean, I think that gets you, that gets you what, 8 no? Yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, depending on how much uh, weight and faith you give to Brocktober, that's that's the last game in October too. So, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> depending on how superstitious you are yeah, about that. <laughs> um, but let I think they're going to be favored in those first eight games for sure. But let's so they, let's say they win the games all the, all the games that they're favored in. So that's eight and zero. And you got Texas at home November sixth. Um, it won't be like cold yet. So I don't it, like that's them being there in November, being there November 6th is a lot. They're being a lot different than being there November 27th. So there's a True. big, big difference there. Right. Um, so getting them at home, I, I think I would assume, I, I mean, I, I think Texas will kind of be that team there where they're kind of eight and eight and four, nine and three again. I would guess that's probably where they're at. I don't think, think even with it, even with a new, brand new head coach, yeah, I think the same. I don't know. You see, I, I don't know. They to me, they could be they yeah. could be six and six. They could be yeah. ten and two. I don't. I mean, I yeah. don't. I don't know. Yeah, either way, I, I think we're. Be- I I think we're better than Texas. Either way, I mean, I do too. The best way. I, I mean, it's a, and it's a home game. Yeah, it's and a I home game. Later on, later on in the season, this team has figured their their yeah identity out a little bit. <laughs> the from every every single preview I've been talking about basically describes it as. Oklahoma, Iowa State, and then a gap, and then everybody else. Right. Basically, like I keep seeing that too. Iowa State yeah, is not far, but sure. is really not far behind Oklahoma at all. And then there, but right. then there's a gap between like third place, which I, a lot of people are predicting TCU will be that third team. But we'll see. Um, so yeah. I, I think I think they'll win that. I think they get to nine and zero there at Texas Tech. I'm not worried about it. Texas Tech is not at all. They weren't good last yeah. year, and they're probably sliding backwards now. And Matt um, Campbell has never lost to Texas Tech. I'm not worried about beating Texas Tech. They'll and they'll they'll wear the um they'll wear that uh well at home they've been wearing against Texas Tech, they've been wearing red, red, white again against Texas Tech at home, and then like, on the road they've gone white, white, red, I think. I remember if I remember correct. Or no. Because they had like with the uniforms, he's been doing this thing where they've got this pattern that they keep wearing the same like, if they win a game, they wear that uniform against that team okay. every time. Okay. Which is why we're going to be wearing black against fucking everybody in like two years, <laughs> but because we just keep winning, we just can't stop winning in black. Can't stop winning. Um, it's just exhausting. Um, whatever. Texas Tech. I'm not worried about that game. 
Nope. That gets you to 10, 10 and 0. And we are. And then you, and then you march into Norman. And we are, and we are an unreasonably cocky fan base at that point. And <laughs> like let to, the record show that is the weekend of my 40th birthday. I'm Oklahoma is? Put that out there. Yep. Okay. I will turn 40 on the 18th and then we play Oklahoma. Hopefully that oh. means something. I don't know. It absolutely does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll hang 40 on Oklahoma because then I, hey, wouldn't that be great? We're going to oh, win. We're going to beat guys. Oklahoma by as many points as Megan is old. We're going to beat Oklahoma by 40. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> wouldn't you rather beat them by 30? <laughs> Why does that hurt? <laughs> Feelings. And then we're gonna get. Then we're. Gonna, it's gonna get to that game. We're gonna be destroying Oklahoma. They're gonna be winning by forty-five or fifty. And you're like, oh my god, <laughs> Meg's gonna be just aging right in front of us. Like she's gonna take a picture after the. She's gonna take a selfie after the game. She's gonna have like gray hair streaking down and stuff like that because she's, she's gonna she's gonna be fifty years old. It's sad. It's yeah. a sad day. All right. So at Oklahoma, I mean Oklahoma's gonna be really good this year. I mean, I, they're a, yeah. they're a legitimate like. Not just playoff contender. Like they're legitimate. They make it to the playoff and then win the damn thing. Champions, contender. I mean, they're sure. they're yep. they're legit national title contender next year. I think I was thinking. I mean, I would say concerning hang with them. I think they've they've got a chance. It's yep. at Oklahoma. Don't love that. I think. I do think it's probably a preview for the Big Twelve Championship at that point. I think so too. Um, interesting. I mean, it's something. To, so that'll be two ten and O teams that are both probably in the top five at that point. Oklahoma will probably be two or three at that point. And if Iowa State is ten and O, they're probably somewhere between three and five. Um, game day will be in Norman. Game game day will be in Norman for that hundred percent chance. Yeah. If they're both ten and O, that game day is definitely going to be in Norman for that. And are we gonna? Are we going? I'll go. What should we? I'm definitely going to UNLV. I'm probably going to West Virginia. I don't really. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I used to live out in Morgantown actually. So really? That's cool. Yep. Um, if they're both 10 and oh, I'm, I might make, I might make the trip down to Norman, honestly. Hell yeah. And I've got room for like three other people. My, well, technically four. That might be what I ask for for my birthday. There you go. Is tickets and accommodations in Norman that weekend. That'd work. We'll just take like a big carpool down there. There we go. Beat him by 40. We'll take a, we'll take one. Oh, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the uh, land jet? The land jet. The land jet. We'll get land bus. Land (laughs) bus. I think that, Meg, I think, I think buses are all, I think they're all land buses. (laughs) Land jet. That's the word we were looking for. Land jet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll figure something out. If we're both ten and zero, there's a good chance that White Wright's going to be down at that Oklahoma game. Um, well, and you know, one of the that's I think one of the most fun things about this fan base is how well they travel, and that's I mean, it's only what how how far of a drive is Norman? Is it eight hours? Uh, well, from we'll go from we'll go from Des Moines just for um just because you I'll have a few extra hours, but um eight hours. Between between six and eight hours. It's eight, eight, eight hours and thirteen minutes. That's a road trip. That's that's not bad. Yeah, that, um, yeah. Mark yeah. that one on your calendar for sure. Probably plan on going to that. Honestly, um, 
And then what could be a huge game too, I would say got TCU at home. This could, this legitimately could be the biggest game on the schedule that will largely depend on what TCU looks like. Um, but they are good enough. They could be like, they could be one or two lost team coming, like, like a one loss team coming into this. So that would, they would right. both be one lost teams going in. Yeah. They would both be, um, eight and one in count or seven and one in conference play up to this point with the winner going to the, to the big 12 title so this, game. That, that could be our must win sort of like Texas ended up being our must win. Game right. This, this TCU could be the must win. TCU could be our must win game and that we have to show up. Generally speaking, Matt Campbell's had good had good uh, good games against TCU for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it what three and two? Three and two, yeah. Three and two. Um, mm-hmm. Generally has a pretty good game plan for them. Um, I would not expect Brock to make the most unspeakable turnover in football history again. Um, not that late in the season. No, not that no. late in the season. I think they'll. Be, I think. I, but, I think. If I was state, if I was state is <laughs> if I was state is ten and one at this point. They are full on cooking. There is like, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there's any way. No, I don't think there's any way that if I was at 10 and one at this point, I don't think there's any way TCU's hanging with them. Cause that means Iowa state is playing very, very, very well. And Iowa state, the ceiling for Iowa state is much higher than TCU. In my opinion. Absolutely. uh, Absolutely. Apologies to my TCU, my dear TCU friends. Um, <laughs> but if we're playing well, we're going to shit on your faces. It's gonna be you great. can be third. It's fine. <laughs> it third is, is fine. still on the podium. It is fine. It's fine. Um, so my dog is going bananas in the background. She's losing her mind. Chill. <laughs> I'm going to need you to chill. Oh, Coco. A little psycho. She, she listened. She's sitting still. She did. She's I snapped my fingers still. and she was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, so anyways, to me, that looks like, I don't want to do this because I'm, but I'm going to, but if you're going to be, if you're making a prediction and you want to be on the, if you, and you want to shade the optimistic side or you want to, you want to be on the optimistic side of a reasonable prediction, 11 and 1 do. 11 and 1 is the optimistic side of a reasonable prediction. It really right. is. Right. Yeah, that's just it. We're not talking unreasonable. We're not talking you're being no. ridiculous. No. Iowa State it, not at all. You know, it, Iowa State will probably be, you know, if everything, you know, if not aside from something catastrophic happening, Iowa State will be favored in 11 of 12 in 11 of 12 games. Which means it's yep. definitely not unreasonable to think that they can go 11 and 1 in the regular season. They can't, they can beat Oklahoma at Oklahoma. That's what I was just going to say too. They, they certainly can. Not an unrealistic expectation either is that. So we talk about Oklahoma state kind of having our number. Yeah. We've also had, Oklahoma we kind of have Oklahoma's like number, honestly. It's not, no one would be stunned if There's, we went into. No, I don't, I don't think anyone, I don't think anybody would be. I mean, yeah, I mean Matt Campbell knows how to beat Oklahoma. He just does. He does. He just knows he how to beat them. Absolutely does. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, to, like, like when unless, unless something changes between now and then, when we're doing our staff predictions in in August, like before the first game comes out, there's a really good chance I'm putting eleven and one down on my prediction. Well, and I don't know, and I, I, I when I think about the team that's returning for Iowa State. I mean, you got to you got to air you got to go on the side of optimism with that. I mean, you got the pieces to the puzzle. There's and there's, 
all the like your star players coming back like the bulk of your talent is like veteran veteran talent it's like you know, brock right. brock will be a brock's a senior right. well technically junior but fourth year in the program mike rose you know is in his fourth year greg Eisworth mm-hmm. is back for his 25th year you know like, what's hey, what's Alex. what's hilarious what's what's hilarious is that guy came here as a grad transfer and he's going to play four he's going to play four you seasons as that. a he's going to play four seasons as a grad transfer which is you forget that for incredible sure. which is the most mind-blowing thing i've ever heard of yep four seasons yep. as a grad transfer crazy charlie kohler very casually saying hey by the way i'm coming back yeah yeah, yeah. like all right i mean cool. can't wait <laughs> there's there's no yeah. reason to not like Whatever prediction that you come up with in the regular season is probably justified. It really is. I, uh, no, I, I agree. Even I agree. even if and you put yeah, twelve and zero down, just to say we're never losing. There's there is a defensible argument for being for a twelve and zero regular season. There is there is a defensible argument Absolutely. for that. It's Iowa State's going to be favored in all of the other ones, and Matt Campbell has played Oklahoma very very well his entire career at Iowa State. His entire, every single game, he plays Oklahoma really well, no matter what the gap in talent is. No matter what time of the year they play, whether it's early or late, they play Oklahoma close, and they have a shot every single time they do it. Just two years ago, they played at Oklahoma late in the year, and they were a two-point, they were, they they lost by one. They were, they were a two-point conversion away from winning. Right. I mean. Well, and, and the Big 12 championship game. They were driving yeah. down to score to probably go into overtime or beat them. Like, right. It, it, yeah. it's, it's not unreasonable to expect Iowa State to absolutely hang with Oklahoma. Oh, it's like not unreasonable said, at all. Anything you look at that's giving early predictions has Oklahoma and Iowa State at the top, and then there's a big gap. Then there's and just I, then there's I, just something after this that. This is the year for Iowa State to rise to those expectations. This is the year. That I, that I, you know, if there was a year to, to, to slough off that slow start, this is the one to do it. Yeah. And they've got, and they've got the perfect schedule to do that. Talent to do it. They've and got, you, do, you have the schedule. They've got the schedule. They can, they can ease into it. They can, they can make some mistakes at the beginning of the season and get those out of the way and still come away with wins. They don't have right. to be impressive wins. You win all of them by one. I don't give a shit. We're still five and oh, and still probably in the top five. Like right. there's nothing wrong with any of that. Make your mistakes yep. at the beginning. Then when when Iowa State is going to be playing its best football is when Texas and Oklahoma and TCU show up on the schedule. That's when Iowa State right. will be playing its best football. Yep. Yeah, the month of November is is a big one. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> um, how do you feel? What do you feel about um, like Matt Campbell, Big Twelve Coach of the Year, fifth time out of six years? <laughs> If he goes eleven and one, he's a lock. I mean, it's there's. Sure. If he goes eleven and one, there, this this that whole conversation is useless. I mean, they're going to give it to him if he's eleven and one. I mean, just period. I mean, there's. I mean, unless yeah, like that's a that's pretty impressive. I, I mean, unless like someone like unless someone like Neil Brown goes ten and two at West Virginia or something like that. I mean, short right. of something something like that, it's basically Matt Campbell's award to lose at this point. Yep. Pretty much from here on out, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would assume, I would assume preseason offensive player of the year will probably be Spencer Rattler defensive player of the year preseason could be a few different people. It, I could see it also being like Nick Benito from Oklahoma. It wouldn't surprise me if they had both of the preseason players of the year, but 
that preseason, the preseason first and second team is going to have a lot of Iowa State players on it. A lot. Just like the postseason did. Just like the postseason. <laughs> Just like the postseason yeah. team. Like yeah. Greg Eisworth will probably be a first teamer. Will McDonald will probably be at least Mike a second. Rose, Mike Rose will probably? be a, oh, Mike Rose will definitely be a first teamer. Um, Anthony Johnson might be a second teamer. First or second, he could be a first teamer, but probably a second teamer. Uh, Will McDonald's probably at least a second teamer, potentially a first teamer. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let's try and think who else. Jake Hummel's probably could be a third team or, or third probably team, maybe a second. Chase Allen will be in there somewhere. Chase Allen will probably, probably Chase Allen might be a well. Ch- Charlie Kohler will be a first teamer. Chase Allen was probably Kohler for sure. Charlie Kohler or Chase Allen's probably second, the, pr- probably a second teamer. Uh, Brock Brock's a first mm-hmm. team. Brock's probably second team because Spencer Rattler will be first. Um, Brees Hall right. will be a first teamer. Xavier Hutchinson, I think, will yes. be a first teamer. Uh, I think Xavier Hutchinson will be will be the will be one of the first team receivers with with uh, Marvin Mims from Oklahoma. I would assume those two will be the first two. I think we need to get really excited about Xavier Hutchinson this season. I've been on that train since the beginning. If anybody <laughs> listened to any podcast I did, or, I mean, I wrote, shouldn't have been high on him last season too. But I wrote the first article about him when he committed and said, "Here's the Xavier Hutchinson scouting report." And I was like, "This dude's gonna be a fucking boss." And you know what he was a boss that dude that dude killed yes. it he was exactly as, as good as i thought he was going to be and i i'm going to say forever it's like I think that his, if you're not already on the xavier hutchinson train you should be you should already be on that train yeah. i don't know who i don't know anybody that isn't i don't i don't know anybody that's like no, oh, I don't xavier hutchinson's not that good like even people like, like we're looking at people even around the big, big 12 is like that dude's numbers from him that dude's really good like he's probably I, it wouldn't shock me at all if he's so at that good. he's he's gonna be a thousand yard receiver this year i think um, for sure, Charlie Kohler will be in that probably six, 700 range or something like that. Brees Hall will probably push in 1500 yards again. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. and the, the, the way the offense and the offensive line is going to look Brock's pretty much just got to not screw up. Honestly. Now we obviously know <laughs> Brock is like Brock is capable of quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. but he, his job is actually not that hard this year. You yeah. Hand the ball to Breeze, you throw it to Xavier, <laughs> or you throw it to Charlie. One of those three is probably going to do some damage. Like, <laughs> or Chase Allen is there. Actually, Chase Allen is. We're, we'll we'll get to this more. We've got a lot of time to talk about football before August, before September. But it's so fun to talk about. Though, it is. Chase Allen is probably going to be my guy for like breakout player this year. I think Chase Allen's got a big opportunity to absolutely step up and be like. Well, and I think big, big offensive threat. When you think back to like the podcast we did talking about the seniors, Chase Allen improved every year, and that's yeah. what people do underneath Matt Campbell. That's what that's what people that's what he develops in in these in these men yeah. is improvement, 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 and that's why they come back. It's why they want to play for him. And I think, yeah, I think Chase Allen probably has his biggest year ahead of him. Which, as a Cyclone fan, that's something to get excited about. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always really liked watching Chase Allen as a pass catcher too. And I mean, Charlie, cause Charlie Kohler is like buttery smooth. I mean, he just does his yeah. thing. Chase Allen is cool more, as can be. Chase Allen is like, <laughs> is a lot more athletic than you think he is. He's, he's yeah. a good, he's a really good athlete. And when he, he's got, he's got some speed. Like he's, I would assume he he's, he's probably faster than Charlie. Um, <clears throat> he's obviously a very, very good blocker and he does a lot of things. Um, but I think his, his ceiling as a pass catcher is very, very high. Um, and I think he's going to be, I think he's got a chance to be a really, really big part of this. <laughs> Hi. 
my dog. Levi's dog is making out with him right now. It is Valentine's Day. It is Day. Valentine's Day. Wait a minute. It is it is Valentine's Day, and she has decided that my hand is her date today. She's just making out with it. All right. I'm gonna need you to hop off for just a few minutes. I'll give you a treat in a little bit, okay? I promise. Can you sit? Can you shake? Can you shake? Oh, good girl. All right. What a good girl. All right. She's got, she's earned a couple treats. All right. Um, we got anything else you want to talk about? Um, uh, what are you thinking about? We've got a couple transfer portal add-ins happening next season. Is that a topic for another podcast? I don't know. Who are they? We've got I'm trying to remember. Uh, we've got a kicker, Andrew Mevis. Oh yeah, Am I Andrew Mevis. Last yeah. name right? Mevis. Mevis. I prefer. I I, I choose to pronounce it Mevis. I like Mevis. I like there's Mevis. Nothing, <laughs> there's no other letters to make that e say its long sound. Um, and then Jaquan Amos. Amos. Uh, Jaquan uh, Amos is like, actually he's a really nice pickup. I, I'm um, I'm always a big fan I of safety depth. Until I was doing some reading today, and he's really good friends with Hashim Young, and that's why he's coming to Iowa State. Well, they're both from Philly, I'm pretty sure, because because well, they uh, played together. Jordan Amos they played, played. They played seven on seven together. Well, Jordan Amos he played. Said, he's from Villanova. Villanova's in Philadelphia, right? And, and I think I think he's, they're both from Philly. He was talking about how he can't go on visits because of COVID, and that. Um, so he just is kind of basing it on, you know, what he, what information he can gather from a distance and that Ashim Young is kind of giving him the inside scoop at Iowa state. And then he talked to Matt Campbell on the phone and then that was that. So he's I'm, going to Iowa I'm state a big fan. He doesn't need to be a starter. He can, he can just come and be yeah. safety depth. He can, he can yeah. be a lot like what, um, Oh, what's his name? He is, he's a transfer safety from Georgia. Um, Oh, what was his name? He didn't. He's. I think he was 2019. Maybe is that he was on the roster. And let me let me just check. Um, he came in. He never started, um, but he was just a really good, solid backup. Let me see if I can. I want to see if I can find him. There's the. Oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong roster. Huh, that's 2020. Uh, give me 2019. I think is what he was on. He's he was a transfer from Georgia. I don't know why I just cannot think of his name right at this moment in time. Um, let's see, defensive bag, Justin Bickham. Man, he didn't do anything. Um, man, why can I not think of his name? Maybe he was on the 2018 team. Has it been that long? You know who I'm talking about? I don't. Really. All right, cause oh he was on the he was on the team with like DeAndre Payne and them. Um, man, what a good player DeAndre Payne was though. He went way underappreciated. All right, I'm really struggling. I just cannot think of this guy's name for some reason. Someone right now is screaming this. <laughs> oh, I guarantee. You, like <laughs> if like if Jared Larson is listening to this right now, he's a hundred percent just imploding with anger that I can't think of this guy's name. Uh, Reggie Wilkerson, I think is his name. Pretty, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Reggie Wilkerson. Let me, let me click on his name real quick. Uh, yes, he was at, yes, that's who it is. Reggie Wilkerson. He came in, he played 2017. He was in, two, he was on the team in 2017 and he was a grad transfer. He didn't start, but he came in and all he was was a really good, solid backup safety. 
That's all he was. And I, cause I would say it's top end safeties right now are real, are good. Greg Eisworth, right. Shim Young, Mason right. Chambers, you know, whoever, whoever that third one is totally fine on the top end. If, mm-hmm. if, uh, Amos comes in and is just a really good, solid backup safety, kind of like, um, like Everett Edwards was when he was here. Um, mm-hmm. we never really started, but he just came in and just kind of did his job and he was good. Or Braxton Lewis is a good, another one. All he yes. has to, all he has to do is be Braxton Lewis. That's all he's got to do. Right. And right. if he does that hundred percent, knock it out. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a successful say, transfer right there. I mean, that's, that's all he's got to do. That's all he's got to be is Braxton Lewis. Right. Just do his yep. job. Um, as far as the kicker goes, I don't know. We, we, go, we pulled in two freshman kickers already and then we've got a third. Yeah. This guy's a third one transfer kicker. Right. We talked a little bit about it with Cole and he's like, honestly, Cole and Cole and Cole Denton, he, he on down the pipe and he was saying, he's like, basically it's more guys in the room. Yeah. There's right. not really and, a and Connor's coming back, right? Yeah. Like, Connor's back. And then they've got the, all those, the new guys, some young guys. Right. And then For, this one, this our, our, our working theory is basically cause Connor doesn't, he doesn't have a really a big leg, like inside 40. He's fine. Beyond mm-hmm. that is where it gets pretty dicey. Um, mm-hmm. and actually, and Cole touched on a little bit cause it's part of a, it's a mechanical issue with him is that part to get his accuracy. Part of it is he doesn't follow through very well on his kicks. So he does, he loses a lot of power when he's basically trying to like kind of punch at it. Like you would a golf shot where you're where like a lot of people like beginners when they hit their chip shots, they'll kind of just punch it in the ground and just do something like that. That's kind of what Connor Sally does with his kicks. So he doesn't get as much, he just doesn't get as much flight on his because he doesn't fall through very well. Um, works fine for accuracy inside 40. It's totally fine. Beyond that is where it gets dicey because it's just a mechanical flaw and you're in, he's far enough into his career where you're probably not going to do much. You're not going to mess with it too much. Cause he's just, you just need to make kicks. Um, okay. so like so all just more options, right? Maybe more options and options for long field goals too. you know, right. Cause especially a couple of them that brought in have really, really big legs that can, right. I mean, one of them hit. He one of them made a field goal in, in high school. I think he, he hit a sixty three yarder in high school. My goodness. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, and yeah. And part of the two. And part of it too is that kickers. It's such a. It's such a mental thing that you need to have options there in case one of them just can't handle the sure. mental side of it. For sure. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I think in that position with having some choices on any given night. Yeah. I that's a problem. I would agree. Um. So, as long as they're fine with taking in more kickers. It's whatever. Um, mm-hmm. as long as whoever, whoever's taking them, as long as they make them, I don't care. Super don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, just make them please just make them. <laughs> and they were in the eternal words of Marchie. Just, just don't fuck it up. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Now do we have any, I think probably that probably worked for this podcast. We'll have more football stuff to talk over the off season too. We've got a long off season. We do 201 days, but I'm assuming we will probably have some basketball stuff to discuss at the end of the season, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Sure. It's not, it's not going to be a fun bridge, but it is what it is. Anyways, football. All right. <laughs> All right. Get your, get your tickets and your hotel rooms. Yes. For Vegas. Absolutely. September 18th. Mm-hmm. And Line we'll your babysitters. Yeah, we'll we'll plan on seeing lots and lots and lots of people out there. It's gonna be a good time. Yep. Yep. Very good. Get your vaccines. So, yeah. <laughs> when you, yeah. 
Um, I, I've, I've fully accepted that I will be the last person in line for this. You'll be last. I, cause I, I, yeah. Uh, a healthy, a healthy late twenties, a healthy late twenties single dude that works from home. If there's anybody behind me in line, I would be very surprised to know. I would, I would want to know who that is. Um, but it is what it is, I guess. Um, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, hope everybody enjoyed this episode of show and tell for Meg. I'm Levi. Hope everybody has a great week. Go Cyclones.